your day just got a whole lot better. You're listening to the Mutual Audio Drama Network. The following audio drama is rated G for general audience. Hail and well met. I'm guessing you're wanting shelter from the storm, right? Well, it is a cold night out there. Why don't you pull up a chair by the fire? I have just the thing to pass the time. A story. I call it Boulder in the Sky. Welcome to the Lavender Tavern, my friend. Thank you for bringing me my food. Please have a seat while I get your gold. Why do I have my arms raised? That's a good question. Do you have a minute? Do you see that man across the gorge, right across from us? The one who has his arms raised like me? Now look up into the sky, uh, above the centre of the gorge. If you squint, you will see a black speck just beneath the clouds. That is the reason we have our arms raised. If either of us moves from here... A giant boulder the size of a mountain will plummet to the ground below and destroy the village laid out below us, and we cannot allow that. How did we get here? Well, do you have a few minutes then? Do me a favour. Raise your arms while I tell this story. Ah, that's better. I can transfer the spell to you for a little while and rest my arms. My name is Melric, and the man standing across the gorge from us is Reeve. We're both mages. Fifty years ago, we both came to the village that stands below us. I arrived first, and I was overjoyed to find a friendly town without a mage. I had started to settle in as the village mage when Reeve showed up. A village this size can only support one mage, and there wasn't enough work for both of us. Neither of us wanted to leave. It's a friendly village, well situated, and this gorge protects it from enemies on foot. Only one of us could be the village mage, so we fought to show that we deserve to be chosen. Of course, it didn't help that he used white magic and I used black magic. Black magic. People believe it's an evil thing. The word black has taken on such negative meanings. Black cats, black male, being blackballed. But black magic is simply another type of magic. White magic is performed for the good of a community, and black magic is performed for the good of an individual. If you would like a fruitful harvest, or good weather, or a happy festival, use the weaker white magic. To heal a sick elder, cast a love spell, or bring wisdom to one who is addled? That is my speciality. The much more powerful black magic. But white magic and black magic both use the same tools, the same equipment, and the same ingredients. Only the spells are different. There is only so much adder's tongue, feverfew, and so on that grows around a small village, and in order to do our work, Reeve and I had to work together to catch the reptiles and animals, plant and harvest the herbs, and, and so on. We had to trust each other enough to share what we gathered, and so we developed a grudging respect. Then we began to spend more time with each other, and before we knew it, we were lovers. This over the course of three years. Despite our differences, we spoke the language of magic to each other. When two mages come together as one... 
Imagine a broken egg becoming whole, two halves no longer separated, mended, reunited, completed. I, I can't explain it better than this. Why does Reeve have that angry look about him? A bit more of the story and you will know. We loved each other, Reeve and I. But in our competition, we grew to hate each other's beliefs. White magicians like Reeve are weak. They give and give and give and lose themselves in their spells. And he hated my black magic because he thought, wrongly, that it was evil. So, Reeve started to spread rumours around the village that my black magic was sourced from demons, from below the ground itself. Naturally, I had to defend myself. Naturally, I started to spread my own rumours that Reeve's white magic could not satisfy the true need of the villagers. He could not heal one who was sick, only groups when they fill her with a plague, for example, and it exacted a terrible toll on him. We both continued to work our spells, and as time went on, the ingredients we needed started to become scarce. Most of the villagers did not care. They were happy to have two sources of powerful magic in the village. And at some point, we stopped working together to gather the ingredients. Instead, we hoarded what we could scavenge. The affection and respect we had once felt for each other turned to hatred. And now you see why Reeve's face is so grim. That is the point when disaster struck. Or, rather, when disaster prepared to land. A thousand years ago, in times when all humans had the power of magic, our village had been at war with another village. Who knows the reason? It was lost to history. The, the other village used their combined mental powers and launched a great boulder towards us. And a thousand years ago, our village cast a spell that would keep the boulder hanging in the sky, even further up than it is today. The spell would protect our village from destruction for an eternity at least as long as the spell continued to be powered by the substances scattered around the village, the hangman's rope, the agrimony, and so on. The very substances Reeve and I had been harvesting and using in our work. A thousand years later, there was no one left who remembered their original purpose. The thousand-year-old spell eventually shattered, and the boulder began to plummet towards the frightened villagers. Reeve and I ran to either side of the gorge, and together we cast this temporary spell of holding fast. How long have we been here? My rose once new, and my hair was cropped short. Reeve's beard was blonde and his skin was unlined. That should tell you how long it's been. We stood in our positions, protecting the villagers, and time passed. You don't see any villagers in the town below. Well, the villagers eventually moved away. They didn't want to live under the threat of a boulder in the sky, and I don't blame them. Also, we'd exhausted nearly all of the magical supplies. They moved on and started a new village elsewhere. Why do we not let go? <laughs> is it not obvious? The magic we have cast is intertwined and balanced, white and black together. If I should let go, the stone will be attracted towards Reeve as it falls, and it will crush him. If he should let go, I will be crushed. If I hate him, why do I care if he perishes? There is another matter at stake here. We are both very stubborn. Perhaps you've guessed this by now, by how long we've been standing here. If I should let go, it would falsely prove that Reeve's pitiful white magic was superior. I cannot allow that. 
If he should let go, I would finally have the proof, not that I need it, that my black magic is superior. You might think that nobody could be that stubborn for over fifty years, and you might think that we still love each other secretly somewhere in our hearts. No. We stand on opposite sides of this gorge. There is no middle ground, and there can be no compromise. I do not love Reeve. I loathe him, and he loathes me. Here ends my story. Thank you for keeping your arms raised. I shall resume casting the spell now. And thank you for the food and the company. Here is your gold and some extra for your time. On your way out, uh, you may wish to pay Reeve a visit. I haven't seen him eat in some time. <laughs> These foolish white magicians continue to believe that they can survive on sheer will alone. He might pay you some gold to fetch him a meal. A message? Pfft, I have no message for Reeve. He knows my heart and I know his. I will stand here facing him until this gorge collapses if I must. I'm sure he will surrender before then, of course. It's only a matter of time. Ah, look at that. The storm is settling and you are free to go. Of course, you're always welcome to sit by the fire and stay a while. There are many more nights and many more stories. Tonight's story was told by Ben Meredith. You can also find him in the Magnus Archives, Rusty Quill Gaiman, the Brothers Meredith, and Stellar Firma. Find our credits, merch, and more stories at LavenderTavern.com. Interested in having your short story told at the Lavender Tavern? Submit a copy of your writing to us at www.faustiannonsense.com slash Lavender Tavern Submissions. The Lavender Tavern is written by Jonathan Cohen, whom you can follow on Twitter at at LavTavPodcast for updates and more content. Good morning. We hope you're enjoying Saturday Story Circle. Get enough cereal? How's the coloring going? You can always join us tomorrow on Mutual with the Sunday Showcase, original audio drama from the United Artists of Audio, right here on Mutual. Subscribe to the full Mutual Audio Network feed for exciting audio drama every day, or find the Sunday Showcase feed in your favorite podcast players. The Mutual Audio Network. Listening and imagining together.